about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Come on, everybody, it's Om Shanti. Maybe I was just always meant to be a yoga teacher. Is that the Madonna classic that I was just singing? <laughs> yeah. When did that come out, 98? I, I think it's more of a, like... Um, B-side? B-C, like before Christ classic, but... Oh. Uh, but that is Madonna's version, yes. Oh, she. you think that chant existed for thousands of years? Yeah, it is a chant. It's like a prayer. And then she brought it into the record... Producer's she brought it booth? to the. She brought it to. I know so much about this album. The producer she used on that album was this Brit named William Orbit, mm-hmm. who was like big in the electronica scene. Yeah, and she was like, "Have I got a hook for you, William?" Yeah, I had. Um, I was playing it on the. Am I loud enough? Yeah. If you want to hear more of yourself, you can raise this. I've got to hear more of myself. Yeah, how's that sound? Om Shanti. Om Shanti. Uh, uh, so I was playing, we were playing that song on the drive up to the yoga retreat a couple months ago. Me mm-hmm. and my trainees and my boy Connor, teacher, now close friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Which prayer is this? And he knew which one it was. He recognized it. And it's to some Hindu god or goddess, but I can't remember which one it is. One of those elephants with all the hands. Yeah, an elephant or like a warrior goddess or something yeah well real quick hello everybody welcome back to who cares my goodness i know you've missed us you came in on a chant we're yoga chanting we were just doing yoga on the roof we're feeling our chakras we're opening Mm -hmm. the chakras we're closing the bad chakras should certain chakras be closed no your chakras should never be closed all open is it seven chakras they're thought of as wheels and so and I'll preface this by saying that I am like a novice. Yeah. So I may be incorrect in anything I'm about to say. I think you should just commit to talking about it as if you're dead, dead on correct. <laughs> okay. Just All like right. be, be a, be a man about it, hon. <laughs> you hear this? <laughs> Everybody hear that? No, I mean that I'm making fun of men yeah, by I saying know. that. Yeah, I know. Um, Yeah, the chakras are thought of as wheels. And so for all of them to be uh, like highly functioning, the wheels need to all be able to like spin Mm. and be clear. So opening a chakra is like, like I used to rollerblade. Okay. (laughs) And one of my favorite rituals with rollerblading and skateboarding. Changing the wheels. Not changing the wheels, but lubing the bearings. Taking taking the wheels off, removing the bearings from the wheels spraying them, cleaning them with WD-40. And this is where listeners are going to be like, you can't lube bearings with WD-40. No, I was cleaning the bearings with WD-40 and a wire brush. And then I would submerge them in in like oil. Always been a psycho. I would submerge them in oil and then they would be nice and lubed up. But I don't think that's actually the best way to do it. There's like really good lube you can use now. Ooh. Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. I got this certain kind of lube for my current skateboard, which is more of a cruiser board. Big soft when wheels. When was the last time you used that? I want to say it's been at least four years since I've set foot on that <laughs> thing. But I'm in shape again. And I'm like, That's I should true. be skateboarding. Should you though? I should be skateboarding. And <laughs> next time I get married, I want my mother to say... This is Patrick's skateboard. Next time you get married. Well, uh, now I'm thinking of our funny story we have about our friend who got married. I know. Quick sidebar, everybody. We have a friend. She got married. The groom's mother gave a speech (laughs) that involved a fingerboard, and it was hysterical. She really kept coming back to that prop. My son loved his skateboard, and I brought this. No, it started with, this is a skateboard, Mm -hmm. and it is a symbol to show how much he, he loved, loved to skateboard. skateboard. <laughs> no connection to the 
bride. <laughs> no, uh, or the relationship no, or anything. Just a random fact. It was. It, is it looked like a McDonald's toy that you get out of a fucking Happy Meal. No, those were um, fingerboards. Those were like real toys that like people were using in high school. I remember high school, like people using them that to do tricks with so your hand. Dumb. Yeah. Did you it's, see my eyeballs were like? Yeah, you were really giving that a groan. Uh, I think it's to stave off masturbation. You know, give the I, kids something to do with hands. their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a well, as I say, a hacky sack, but you don't use your hands for that. But still, just like idle time. Right? Yeah. But were kids anyway, hacky sacking at your high school? Yes, I was just writing about hacky sacking. Really? Actually, I loved hacky sack. Oh God, that was like a huge part of my high school. Me too. And I, I what I was thinking about with hacky I didn't sack, do it, but. it's it was like such a fun. It's an actual athletic thing yeah. that is like a social event, also. Uh, and now I'm like, do kids hacky sack anymore? And I have a feeling they don't because of video games. It feels very 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I was pretty, I was pretty good at the old hack. Oh, I don't doubt it. The old hackaroo. I don't, we've got a text coming in from Kim Taylor and I feel like we should take it. Pick up the phone and read it out loud. Even though she will literally never listen to this podcast. No. Right, what's it say? She found a picture of me from uh, my bachelorette party. Oh. She said, looking for something else, stumbled on this gem, which maybe we'll put. <laughs> Were you in Puerto Rico? Is that where you did yours? Yes. And really what it's about is Emily Johnson's face behind me. That is an intense photo and you look like a Long Island. like. Ah! Like, you're like, I'm getting married. I'm on my bachelor party. I'm on my, ba- ladies, I'm on my bachelor party. I need you to wear a few things that I've assigned. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying for anything. I'm going to describe this look to the viewers at home here. Well, listen, we're in a Puerto Rican CVS buying sunglasses and you have late at night, like the world's worst Oakley's on or something, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit oversized and they have like a rainbow mirror tint. And you have your nameplate that says Ross Aaron in that bubble lettering that now looks earnest with <laughs> while paired this with is earnest. Yeah, but it's it is a throwback. It's a little bit ironic. Yeah, 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 There's yeah. an irony to it. Your hair is just like gel curled. It oh. looks like it's ocean soaked, probably. It's but salt it, water. It looks like it could be crimped and gelled. <laughs> it's not my best look. And just the expression on your face is like, are we done here? <laughs> Are we fucking done here? Should this be our photo for the next episode? <laughs> Are we fucking done here? Are you guys done? Are you ready? Are you get, Did you pick out your sunglasses? And then Emily Johnson is making a ridiculous face behind me, which you want to talk about somebody who makes gag faces in photos. Oh, yeah. I was saying to Ross, I don't like, <laughs> listen, everybody, big announcement from me. If I'm ever taking your photo, don't make a silly face. We're never doing silly faces. No. Just keep it neutral. You can smile. You can be happy. If you want to do a big smile, that's fine. I prefer a smile somewhere between a zero and a three on a scale (laughs) to ten. Wait, what did you say the other day? Like mildly happy. Yeah. Just a slight smile. Like kind of dead behind the eyes. But just the corners of your mouth are limp- lifted. Yeah. I actually just prefer a neutral face. Like, just don't do anything with your muscles. You want, you want like, turn of the century, like, yes. stoicism. Yes. I want <laughs> to remember what you looked like, not how you felt. <laughs> I don't care about that. I just want to know what these people look like. Like, That's people funny. who purposely make themselves ugly in photos by sticking out their tongue. I have a friend who... I'm not going to say he's my ex-friend. I'm just going to say we're no longer friends. Thanks she, for spelling it out. <laughs> she would always like stick her tongue out and open her mouth really wide. And she's an adorable person. And I think she had, has like self-esteem issues or something. 100%. That yes. she would, that that's how she would like feel okay about being in a photo or something. I mean, I do that too. I don't like, like it. I don't like it. Yeah, but you also need to have some sympathy for it because, like, I think actually a lot of women do it. You want to take yourselves down a notch. You want to, like... I think we just... It's, like, less pressure. Yeah. And it's, like, 
easier not to be so critical yeah. of yourself. Literally every picture my mom takes of herself, she's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like she's disgusted with herself. Yeah. You know? And like, that sucks. Yeah. I love taking photos of And she you. always takes it seriously. She's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. She's giving you a 10 on 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I took my all-time favorite photo of you and your family <laughs> at your brother's birthday party. Which, like, my mom, my brother, and I have never looked so on point all together. And then there's Ansu. And Ansu is in the corner of the photo with a, uh, I think a 7-Eleven Big Gulp. Yeah, like, no, literally. I think it was, like, an enormous soda. Literally in front of her face, held up in front of her face. That was hysterical. Probably a caffeine-free diet Pepsi, which if there's anything more worthless to drink, yeah, I couldn't tell you. So we've got ourselves down this tangent by talking about chakras, which are wheels that need to be lubed like a skateboard. That's right. That's right. Thanks uh, for bringing us back, hon. Yeah, no problem. Um, so we were opening our chakras on the roof not 20 minutes ago. Well... I don't. I mean, I guess Probably we were opening. Ago. I think we were opening them. Well, we were stretching. We both we worked stretching. out independently. I did leg day. <laughs> leg day. A lot of squats. I had a very emotionally and physically exhausting work day today. It wasn't terrible. It was just exhausting. Yeah. Uh, and so for the first time in I don't even know how long, I went for a run. Because she's been on a purely yogic journey yeah, for almost two years now. So you now. went for a stress relief run. Yeah, I went for a stress. Yeah, so, I listened to The Faint. Remember that album, Dance Macabre? No. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't hip enough for that. Yeah, I know. So here's what's interesting about that. Because what, it, like choosing to go do a stress relief run mm -hmm. uh, is sort of where I'm at with my 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 gym routine right now uh, Ross is getting up to go turn off the AC the AC came on are you cold I'm a little chilly she's chilly she's in her robe <laughs> I've been working out and I it's it's really feels good now like I love going to the gym like I still have that like hesitance about like do I feel like going right now but every time I walk in the door I'm like I'm so glad I'm here and I feel and the, it's nice that it's so close yeah it's just two blocks down that's it uh, and I feel the emotional payoff. Like I feel mm -hmm. the mental lift yeah. of, of getting, getting under some weights, you know, yeah. running on that treadmill, getting the blood pumping. Yeah. And so now it does finally feel like a real viable option for like a thing to do while feeling stressed. Are you feeling the same? Like this decision to go run tonight felt new to me yeah. from you. Yeah, I've been thinking about starting to run again. Just like, I literally just ran a mile. And I was like, I kind of just, it feels like a different blood pumping than mm -hmm. when I'm doing like a yoga class. Yeah. Uh, well, my, I, I think my first question is, since the <laughs> yoga journey has begun, uh -huh. does does getting out there doing something physical as stress relief, is that a new thing or was that something you always did? Since yoga. Yeah. Are you asking for clarification on my question or you're saying that <laughs> since yoga, that's new? Clarification. No, like uh, 10 years ago. Like would in you my go, life. Would you, 10 years ago, would you be like, I feel stressed. I'm going to go work out. 10 years ago, no. Nine years ago, yes. Oh, the sobriety. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The first summer, what's going on? inconsistent mic spots sometimes you're here sometimes you're here i'm grabbing at ross's I'm hands just, she's itching a bug bite it, over here it's just so bad oh when did you get bit by a bug i don't know when it's from all right maybe at the beach yesterday focus um nine years ago the actually yeah like exactly nine years ago was my first sober summer mm-hmm and I think I ran a lot, actually, because <laughs> I was so I remember there was one night in particular I was bugging out, like really feeling the pangs of uh, 
addiction and really cr- uh, the the pangs of withdrawal? craving. Not withdrawal, but craving. Like yeah. I was just like uncomfortable and I just fucking, I didn't want to drink, but I was just like, man, that would really be a solution. And that sucks that I can't do yeah. it right now. Yeah. And... I like threw on some shorts and just fucking like ran out the door (laughs) at like nine o'clock at night or something. I was just like, I've got to run. And uh, I was riding my bike a lot too Mm. during that summer uh, because I was broke, but also I was just trying to put my energy somewhere because I felt like I had a lot of pent up energy from being newly sober. Yeah. So yeah, there's been times I would say never consistently uh, until recently. Yeah. Past couple of years, yeah. But not not so much to do with yoga or anything like the new. What do you mean? Like I don't know. Like just like I, I'm just feeling like uh, a solution just in the last year or so for me. If I come home and I don't feel great, or during the day I don't feel great, I'm like, well, I'll just go eat ice cream. But you don't think me going to yoga is part of that? I'm asking if yoga has a direct relationship to you wanting to run tonight like if the new yoga program is like making you think more about using your body as a way to yeah of course okay (laughs) great answer (laughs) well really insightful question the way you were asking it was fucking weird all right i'm sorry i'll listen back and i'll figure out how i could do better next time oh god well we're fighting now should we turn it off (laughs) this doesn't feel like a fight to me uh, it feels like you process questions that I ask differently than I ask them. Oh. And I'll work on that. Very interesting. Listeners, if you give a shit, uh, feel free to listen to this part and let us know who was right. Yeah. I would really appreciate it. Yeah. Dave, I know you're listening. Let us know. <laughs> I've been getting a real high from people telling me they can't believe I'm 37 years old. Oof. That's Isn't that the best? That's giving me life right now. Yeah. That's a fun thing. There, yeah, there, the one guy that was in our yoga program, Luke, who's 25, he could never stop telling me that he, I, he thought I could be like 24 or 25. What is Luke trying to do here? Do I need to meet Luke? <laughs> Luke, you're in yoga class. You're not in a, you're not at a singles mixer. (laughs) You think you're at some kind of mixer? You think you're at a speed dating event? Luke was blown away that I was 35. Couldn't handle it. Wow. Blown away. Couldn't handle it. I mean, 24 is a I know. It's a stretch. Extreme. (laughs) That's how I know he thinks he's, he's, uh. He's trying to work one over on me. Yeah, he's like, uh, you look not a day over 24, so you're legal. That means I can buy you a drink. You're like, we're in the yoga studio. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Lucas. Uh, I wished his name was Lucas. I kind of like that name. Do you like that name? No. (laughs) I just remembered someone. (laughs) Um, don't worry about it. Mm. Don't worry about it. Oh my God. Can you chop? Th- Remember that little kid that was on the ferry? The ferry. We were on the ferry going to Martha's Vineyard, and there was this little kid next to us who kept saying to his mom, and I think he had a bug bite on his ankle bone, and he kept being like, in all earnestness, can you cut this off? <laughs> and the mom was like, no, I cannot cut it off. No, right here. Can you please cut it off? He was just suggesting just a minor surgery, just a minor amputation. The full ankle bone bump. He wanted it removed. Yeah. He was like, I can live without this. Please get rid of it. That's how I feel about this part of my hand right now. Well, if you keep itching at it, you are going to create a scab. That You would know. You'd know firsthand, wouldn't you? This is how it happens. I'm going to slap it for one second. Hold on. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I've done that. Uh, she's smacking herself. I think you can probably hear it through her mic. Listeners, if you're getting turned on right now, chill out. Okay. That feels good. Um, so the chakras, hon. Yeah. We're talking about body. I, 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 I don't know. I guess I'm just like finally feeling like I'm getting stronger at the gym. I'm feeling good in my body. I feel so relaxed right now. Cause I worked out today. It was leg day. <laughs> 
so many deadlifts. Uh, and now I'm just, I just feel good. And it's nice to be at home with you on an evening. It I'm is so nice. So often I'm out and about. Such a pleasant surprise. Uh, this is about, I think we're at like 10 o'clock at night right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we started the episode chanting because we were up on the roof doing yoga. And now we're here with these crystals in front of us. We've got tarot cards. We've Not got tarot your- cards. Crystal cards? Crystal affirmation cards. Oh, we've got your notebook, which has your yoga spells. <laughs> are these yoga spells? No, these are uh, descriptions of the chakras, mm. which we studied in our training. What's, um, what's, what's my, like, gut chakra? Well, there isn't necessarily, like, a gut. There's, okay, so the first chakra is your root chakra, which is like the very base of, it's like, it's like your taint. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The taint chakra. Yeah, it's your taint. What's it called? The root chakra. Mm -hmm. So that's about like grounding, foundation. Oh, base of the spine, tailbone. Well, give me, give, give us, give the listeners a headline. What, so chakras translates to wheels, but what is it referring to? It's like zones of the body. Uh, yes. It's like, I'm sure there's some great description on the internet that's concise. Uh, it's roots are in Hinduism mm-hmm. and they're energetic wheels mm-hmm. that are believed to be in certain parts of the body and relate to certain feelings and attributes. And there's seven of them. And there's seven of them going all through the torso to the crown of the head. And it starts at the taint. It starts at the spine and tailbone. Let's, we'll be more well, medical. Yeah. And you can remember <laughs> it's the root, the, the root chakra. And is that the first one? Mm-hmm. Do they go in order of importance? Uh, not in order of importance, but in order of, uh, like the root chakra needs to be in good order and like functioning in order to like continue to go up through all of the chakras. Like the idea that there are these spinning wheels and if they're all in like alignment with each other and spinning properly, then you're just like spinning to the next Mm -hmm. one up and up and up. Uh, you can remember that's the root one because it rhymes with booty. Rudy, Rudy, booty <laughs> chakra. That's just, the, the old root boot chakra. The root beer chakra shake. So you got your one coming in at the spine and the tailbone, the root, which is also said in, in Sanskrit, muladhara, muladhara. That doesn't rhyme with anything. You'll remember it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also associated with the earth and chakras are often associated with colors and brown red is Uh, the color of the root chakra. Okay. Uh, Sometimes your butt will bleed for reasons. I'm just, this is, these are the ways, this is how I remember things. (laughs) Um, Two is the sacral chakra. Mm, This is confusing because I think of the sacrum and the sacral area as the tailbone. Am I wrong? That's not the base of the tailbone, though. Your sacrum is right above it. Mm. And then if you were to go to the front, Mm -hmm. like the parallel of your sacrum, that is like your lower abdomen. Mm -hmm. And like for women is where like our uterus and everything is. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's dirty talk. So, and the sacral chakra has a lot to do with sexuality and sensuality and abundance and pleasure. Oh. And I once had a teacher say to me, your second chakra is very open. (laughs) Oh. Was this Luke? (laughs) No. She just had my number because I was like talking about stuff. Luke was like, I'd like to open up your second chakra. (laughs) Is your second chakra open for business? Uh, it's also the connection and the ability to accept others and new experiences. So that's your lower abdomen, mm-hmm. which has to do with water 
mm-hmm. the color orange. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like an orange Julius. Just like an orange Julius. And then, so I'm just, first I'm just going to answer your abdomen, your gut issue, right? So. I don't have, for the record, I don't have a gut issue. Not a gut issue. I just mean that you brought up what is my gut chakra. So it could be two, because that's your lower abdomen. Or it could be three, which is your solar plexus, which is upper abdomen. And that's between your belly button and your sternum, right? Yes, correct. Uh, Why do I know that? I don't know. And that CPR class relates to your ability to be confident and in control of your life has to do with self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem. So that's like very much like who you believe yourself to be. Mm. Maybe the ego's in there. Maybe your intuition's in there a little bit. Well, that's kind of tricky because that could have to do with your third eye. Which is the sixth chakra. All right. Let's not skip chakras. (laughs) Um, And the solar place has to do with fire. And that Mm -hmm. color is yellow. Mm. But what's interesting about these is that. That's the solar plexus one. Yes. Uh, There's an amazing book, which of course I cannot remember the name right now, but one that I would like to read more thoroughly. Uh, a famous psychologist wrote a book about like Western psychology and the chakras because so much of the chakras have to do with like a lot of modern day psychology ideas and like just getting right with yourself and having to like, you know, self-actualization type shit. So it's like being, having your chakras imbalanced Leads to imbalance in your life yeah. is the idea, right? Too much number two, not enough number six. Exactly. Not enough number two coming it's, out of your number one. It's, it's true. Like, so like for uh, the fifth chakra is your throat chakra, which is the ability to communicate. And a lot of people experience tension in their neck and their shoulders or, uh, you know, have like throat issues or esophagus issues or things like that. Uh, maybe your throat is too open. You're too mm. expressive. You're putting too much out there. You're like exposing yourself too much. So there can be this this idea of imbalance. And a lot of the ways that we were talking about it in yoga training was like the more familiar you are with these, you can kind of gauge pretty quickly like what things might be imbalanced for people. Yeah. Based on just interacting with them pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess I always think of the word open your chakras but really it's about having your chakras in alignment right right balanced aligning and balanced yeah yeah because wheels and that's what wheels need wheels you need to balance your wheels on your car exactly uh it's good for it minimizes vibration and friction and it's it's not as hippie it's like it's hippy dippy yeah and people can make it sound real hippy dippy especially when you like get into the colors and the crystals and like you know, you can go way down that rabbit hole or you can think of them actually pretty practically, which is cool that you can have a range of experiences with the idea of chakras. Yeah. And I think, I think everyone knows the feeling of being frustrated in some way that appears in your body in different ways, you know, like some, some people, places or things give me a total fucking headache and other ones give me a stomach ache, Mm -hmm. you know? Or like uh, certain foods make me want to shit my pants. <laughs> well, apropos of not that, uh, it's like we were talking about like yoga poses in relation to these things too. So like there are certain poses that open up different chakras, right? Yeah. So there's a pose called camel pose where you're like... You drink 500 gallons of water. <laughs> <laughs> and you just spit. Mm-hmm. You're just spitting nonstop. <laughs> Where you're on your knees and you're arching your back backwards and you drop your head back too. So it's like literally you're exposing your whole torso. Like you're like, here are all of my chakras. But it's also like a huge throat opener. Yeah. So where you're like, you know, your head is dropped back. And that is like a very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Yeah. And it actually makes people nauseous sometimes. Oh. And so it's like, it's 
a lot of people believe that it's connected to that idea that maybe there is some imbalance in their throat mm. chakra mm -hmm. or the same thing with like heart chakra, like there's heart openers, right? I do think there are certain people that need to close their throat chakra more. Totally. You know, like maybe Donald Trump, like close up that oh, chakra. He's unbalanced from fucking tip to top. Yeah. Tip top. <laughs> His are all reversed. Like he, his throat chakra is in his uh, root chakra because he talks out of his ass. Well, we were actually talking about him a lot when we were talking about this stuff because like the third chakra, the solar plexus is like all about self-worth and confidence and all that. And it's like his is so insane. Like his idea of himself is so warped that like clearly that one is like very imbalanced for yeah him yeah and how he perceives himself that's very empathetic of you do you feel that do you think if he were able to shed his ego and go through some kind of rigorous yoga experience <laughs> or just therapy it doesn't have to be yoga could he find whatever. peace uh i mean is he too far gone yeah, I don't necessarily think he's capable of, like, going. I don't think he wants a spiritual experience, right? Yeah. He's not, like, looking. <laughs> I don't think he's searching for that. He's, like, eating a bucket of chicken and aligning himself with evil dictators who mm. also have. They're, they've got some horrible chakra imbalances. They have their own chakras. Yeah. Every, it is interesting to think, like, even if we're talking about hippy-dippy chakra bullshit, but it's like an interesting way to imagine that everybody's got their own set of these yeah, that are not tuned the way yours are tuned and you don't know how theirs are tuned. You could probably, if you know a person well enough, you can kind of guess. Well, and they're informed by history, right? It's like your own personal history has a lot to do with how yeah. these things are balanced or imbalanced in your body. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting, right? Man. Man. I know, man. I'm right? like, <laughs> wow, man. I'm like blown away, man. Man, it's like yoga and like ancient traditions and like Hinduism. I and mean, like these are like ancient practices, man. Like <laughs> thousands and thousands of years, man. All right. So after the solar plexus, we've got a very important one. That's right. The heart chakra. Yeah. Number four, which surprisingly... Color associated with that, green. I was going to think red, but you said red for something else. Red for root. Red for blood. You red know. for root. Heart is green and associated with air as the element. Oh. Uh, and that has to do, obviously, with the ability to love. It's in the center of your chest. But I guess technically they claim that it's just above the heart and is related to love and joy and inner peace. Why green? Like you know, organic. I think grass, it was explained to me at some point, but I can't remember. <laughs> some of your spells just got blown away. I know. Those are my describing. Um, oh, you know what else is interesting? The even chakras, two, four, and six, which is sacral, heart, and third eye, mm -hmm. are all thought of as feminine. Whereas the odd chakras, one, three, five, and seven, which are root, solar plexus, throat, and crown, are thought of as masculine. Huh. The guys get, we get more too. <laughs> I know, you fucks. Uh, but they're obviously all connected because one leads into the next one. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to, oh, the green. I'm seeing if there's something else here about it being green. No. I think it's green because it's like good for your heart to eat more salads. I had a delightful salad today at Sweet Green. <laughs> Have we talked Sweet Green on the podcast yet and how much I love it? I don't think that. And speaking of green, talking about Sweet Green, my God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's the connection. Yeah. Uh, all right. So after the heart. you had a, Oh, I thought you were going to tell us about your delightful salad. Oh, I had the harvest bowl. My go-to. You love it. I love a harvest bowl. That connects you to your heart chakra. I went with a young man who told me, he asked me, how do I stay so young? <laughs> he literally <laughs> said he couldn't believe that I was 37. And then you were like, let me tell you about 
the energetic wheels, also known as chakras. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I stay young with the chakra. The chakras. I guess the appropriate Sanskrit pronunciation is chakra. Chakra? Chakras. That sounds like chocolate. So it's like, I'm triggered now. Chakras. Now I want to go get a a hostess yo-yo. Holy fuck. Would that hit the spot? Oh, well, I, I do a hostess cupcake, which I have not done in probably five to ten years. But. I was curious if you did, because the way you said I do a hostess cupcake, I've like pictured you having secret hostess cupcakes. I've never seen no. you eat that. That was a childhood thing. I would my dad would come home late from work and I would call him before he would leave work to ask him to stop at the bodega, which we didn't call a bodega, but we called it a deli, I deli, guess. Yeah. No, we call them convenience stores in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really it was called Chucky's and it was up the street from yeah, my house. I know the one. So you can just walk over and get it. Listen, <laughs> it was late. I was young. I was a little girl. Princess Ross. I was a little girl. Uh, and I would ask my dad to go to Chucky's and get me hostess chocolate cupcakes. And they always. The three pack. The bonus cake. Remember the three pack? Yeah. Mwah, 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 mwah. Give me that bonus cake. Oh my God. How are you? See, yeah, see, that's interesting. Cause you're, you're, you've always been so fit. Yeah. But I was like dancing hours and hours a week. So. Yeah. Would you eat all three in a sitting? Hun. To the dome. You know her. She to ain't changed. <laughs> She been like this from day one, falling asleep on the couch, fucking overeating dessert. Okay. That's how she did. I had a bad relationship with the deli. We, we discovered that, uh, there was one guy that worked at the deli who would just give us free shit. Mm. Cause I think he liked us hanging around like all skater kids. And I would surprising that he would like you hanging around. I would eat so many Boston creams, like deli Boston (laughs) creams. Which are not Dunkin' Donuts, Boston Creams. They're like twice the size. But those are also, that was like, you claim that that is where your belly came from. It is. Well, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, six pack, <laughs> long drive. Oh my God. Half, half dozen to myself. I was thinking about that more just recently, actually. And I think the story I always like to tell is that's how I got my like beer gut. Yeah, that it like once that day came... Never again There's did you have a flat stomach. No turning back. Yeah. Uh, but I, don't, I I, think what really that... So this was a car ride. We were going to visit. My my brother was like going to visit a college or something. And I think West Virginia. And we drove down like as a family. And we hit a rest stop. And I bought a half a dozen... <laughs> Just half, for yourself. <laughs> half a dozen Boston <laughs> creams. And I housed them in the back of the car by myself. And oh. I... The thing that is really interesting to think about now is like, was that an early warning sign of addiction? Like, For sure. Is that like 100%. just like an obvious like, yes. oh, I started eating and I could not stop. I'm here to tell you that it is 100% yeah. a sign. But then we would eat those deli ones, which were like deep fried too. And they, I remember them making me sick, but I would just always eat them. And yeah, junk food at the deli was like such such a thing I would do all the time with my friends. And even now, like you don't eat those hostess things, but I've had some dark times on this with oh, our bodega down when the street. You go, with the, when my, you go to my your zebra cakes. Yeah. You go to your secret zebras. Yeah. Hey boy. Zebra cakes are very good though. They're like, um, no, they are not. They just like, they, they have like a clean ending to them. That's, that is mental illness. Is what that is. Like hostess, hostess cupcakes, that cake is too buttery. Oh or God, something. you're making me want them right now. <laughs> it sounds so good. It is just like packed with lard and chemicals, and it's the like lard is nothing. Good nothing beats it. Like yeah. you know, all these like fucking hipster bullshit brands are like, oh, we made our own Hostess cupcake. No, you didn't. No. no, you didn't. It doesn't taste like it. No. How the fuck did we get here, y'all? We're talking about chakras, and now we talk about Hostess goddamn cupcakes. We're talking about the Hostess chakra. Um, anyway, which for me is located right on my hip. Let me (laughs) just, let's just get through these chakras. Okay. Let's just get through number 25. Uh, Yeah. Let it rip. Which brings us to our throat chakra. Belching. Number five, ability to communicate. Yeah. We talked about that one. Yeah. 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 Throat, neck, shoulders, 
has to do with self-expression. Shut the fuck up your sometimes. Tr- your truth. You know, it's good to be quiet sometimes. Well, that's the thing. You don't the, have to say everything that comes into your an head. An imbalance can be one extreme or the other. You're not expressing yourself at all. You're so closed off yeah. or you're just fucking rambling rose over here. I've gone through times where I can feel my throat chakra not open and like... You, you know, when you like go to speak and you feel so shy or whatever, you go to yeah. speak and you're like, is my voice even going to work right now? Yeah. And like you try to like warm it up a little bit. Like that's, that's, that's hard. For that's some, an imbalance. For some people. It's an imbalance. Yeah. Just get balanced. Um, then we got our sixth chakra, which is your third eye, uh, which is about focusing and seeing the big picture. And that's between that's your forehead. I'm getting there. Forehead between the eyes has to do with intuition, imagination, wisdom, ability to make decisions. And there isn't really an element that goes with it because now we're getting into these like headier esoteric parts, right? Uh, But it does have to do with the color indigo. Oh, purple? Is indigo purple? No. It's like a deep dark blue. Oh. Um oh, and the throat the throat chakra has to do with space. Like like the space? element of space. Uh like I think it's like absent no nothing. Like empty space. I think it's a bit more uh What's the word I'm looking for? It's a bit Nebulous? It's not so it, yes, it's not so concrete the idea of space in this regard. A little flexible. Uh and that color is blue, but the third eye is indigo. So it's like oh. the throat is blue and then you get up to that third eye and it's like a darker, richer. It deepens. Shade, yes. And then the crown chakra, which is 7, uh is the idea of fully connecting to your spirituality. It's the top of your head. Uh it has to do with Inner and outer beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- the colors that are associated with that are violet and white. Oh. You know, I've experienced the feeling of my head chakra opened up. It's cool, right? Yeah. It's like chills. Like, you know when you get chills up your back, but I've I felt it in just a circle. While meditating? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that too. It's fucking trippy, mm-hmm. man. Man. Man, when your head chakra, <laughs> when your number seven chakra, your crown chakra, 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 chakra. Oh, we said chakra, and then we started talking about hostess oh, cupcakes. We're gross. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the best we can, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, which then, well, really, why we started thinking about talking about all of this stuff today on this episode is because. Uh, you know, astrologically, there's a lot of things cooking up. Yeah, we had the blood moon recently. We had the blood moon, which is also a lunar eclipse. Which put every single woman in America on the same ovulation schedule. We all had to go to our fucking blood hut. You synced up. We were like, well, can't work, can't do nothing, gotta go to the hut, bleed it out. Gotta dump out my root chakra. That's right. Gotta line this wheel. I feel like it'd be, it's actually more your sacral. Mm. I think it has more to do with that. Yeah, that's where the U is. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I should have detected that with my third eye. Should have intuited it. <sighs> okay, I'll close my throat chakra. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about what to do tonight on the episode. Yes. We got we got the crystals out. We got your notebook. And I was like, "You want to make this episode witchy?" And you were like, "Yeah, okay." Witchy woman. Witchy woman. This is the season of the witch. She's a yoga witch. It must be the season of the witch. Yeah. yeah. Must be the season of the witch. Mm-mm. One of my favorite Donovan songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Poor Donovan. You ever watch that uh, Bob Dylan documentary where Don- Bob Dylan's just like shit talking Donovan the no, whole time? No, but I... I heard about it. I heard, I heard about it. <laughs> He's such a bully. Uh, so that brings us into our novice witchcraft portion of the, 
of the podcast. So the lunar eclipse, a.k.a. the blood moon, happened on July 27th. Mm-hmm. It's the 31st right now. Longest eclipse so far in this century. Oh, also, Mercury is in retrograde, which people love to talk about as like a reason for just like everything's going wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't ever really notice it, quite frankly. Me neither. Uh, My life is perfect. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. It's more just like things go wrong, like yeah. whenever. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I'm sure people can feel that more than others. What have you? Uh, I totally miss the fucking lunar eclipse. But I don't think we could see it in New York City. But you just told me you saw it. No, I saw the blood moon. I saw the ring of, there's like a ring of red around the moon. But, I think that's what it was. But just to give our listeners a, very full bright moon. a little bit of info, um, I follow this great witchy woman on Instagram called The Hood Witch. Oh. Uh, she's in California, I believe. Um, Must be Compton. On. That's the hood. Yes, I know, but I don't think it's the only hood. I don't know what hood she's from exactly, but she's cool. Uh, And I think she's Latina. Um, So she says, the blood moon lunar eclipse occurring on July 27th in the sign of Aquarius will bring to the surface a lot of inspired but tense energies. So it is important to fuel confidence while also taking care of ourselves. The moon will link up with Mars, pushing us all to take a firmer, more public stance on social justice. How will we be best use? How will we best use this intense and valuable energy in the outside world? We begin within. Mm. Fiery Mars has the ability to both create and destroy life. Because I think Mars is closer to us than ever. Mm. Yeah. And Mars is like the god of war, I think. Hmm. The war, yes, the warrior planet fights endlessly and aggressively to protect and serve others. However, during this eclipse, Mars will be moving backwards during its mid-retrograde motion, which lasts the whole summer. The planet of birth and annihilation is stirring within us, but may make it difficult to exert our passions. <laughs> is that helpful? That's to hear how it she writes that? it. That's how she writes with it. With Mars on the eclipse point, expect tension to arise, especially with Mercury retrograde beginning the day before the eclipse. So all the planets can be in retrograde sometimes. The moon is a planet. <laughs> Well, Pluto's no, in not. retrograde, so I'm not showing up to work today. No way. Uh, it, the time is coming gone, but she suggested that you do some breath work and intention setting during this oh. this eclipse. Uh, Take your asthma medicine. And she's <laughs> she will be setting an intention in eight steps, eight being the number of Aquarius. Hmm. So she's cool. Follow the hood, which I have no affiliation with her, but I just think she's cool and I like her gram. What are her images like? Uh, I mean, should I describe them? Uh, she has a great photo here of um, crystal dildos. Oh, which is like a new, it. which is a new thing. Oh, there's a brand called uh, Shock Rubs. Oh. And they sell With a C-H-A-K? C-H-A-K shock rubs and they sell crystal dildos. Wow. Isn't that cool? What's their price point? Lemme, let's take a gander. <laughs> <laughs> let's go shopping. Let's go shock rubs shopping. <laughs> I can't look it up right now. Look it up for yourself. Oh, those I'm, are funny looking. I'm assuming. I'm looking at them. They also sell yoni eggs, which is like also a new fad too for like, uh, us uh vagina uh owners vagina owners which could not necessarily just be female identified that just reminded uh, me to do kegels yeah the yoni balls yeah that just reminded me uh yoni eggs Mm -hmm. uh i just read some essay on vice where they continuously use the phrase uh people with penises Mm mm-hmm or people with vagina, like they never yeah, said so they're men not, are, So they're not gendering women. people. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's cool. Is that going to be like AMA style, MLA style guide or something now? I wonder. I don't know. Well, I think that that's just like how our language is changing so much. Like that brand thinks mm-hmm. the period underwear. 
they talk about they only ever say people who have periods. Interesting. Because how people identify is not linked with their biology necessarily. Wow. That's really... 2018, ladies and gentlemen. Really can revolutionary. You, can you believe it? They have a they have trans guys that are models in their ads too, which is cool. And they are people with periods. Correct. Wow. <laughs> it's really <laughs> It's blowing this cis this cis white man's mind, that's for sure. I thought you were about to say it's blowing this sister's mind. I mean, also, actually I heard some dude who identifies as a sissy, C I S S Y, so that he's like mostly cis white male and can pass for straight but he doesn't he like is feels sort of sissy like he mm -hmm. dresses sort of gender fuck and stuff mm. I was like I think Mahan might be a little bit of a sissy that's clever yeah right sissy c-i-s-s-y mm. yeah like cisgendered male but also like gets in touch with his feminine side and like plays yeah like sometimes I wear little tiny boxers when I'm recording a podcast mm -hmm. Uh, so any, anyway, hun, while we're talking about chakras yeah. and chakras, you want to pull a card? Yeah. You got a stack of crystal cards there. So I went to this amazing crystal shop in Maine called Lavish Earth. Also a great Instagram. Portland, feed. Maine. Portland, Maine. Which is actually the headquarters of all feminist yoga witches. They have a conference no, there. I don't think so. Is it <laughs> Brooklyn? Is it Brooklyn then? I think it might be California. Hmm. I think it might be out in the desert somewhere or some mm -hmm. shit. All right. Yeah. Let me pick a card. Pick a card. Any card. Oh. <laughs> Patrick and I are getting text messages. Uh, hold on. No, no, no. Actually, set your mic down for one sec. All right. And I'll try to do a good job of narrating. So you're taking the cards. I want you to shuffle the cards. Shuffle them seven times. That seems to be a number that most people suggest when doing like tarot and stuff. So he's counting... As he's shuffling seven times. So these are crystal affirmation cards, which means that all of the cards have a crystal on them. Then they have a description of the crystal and their properties, keywords, and then they have a quote on the outside that the creators of the cards believe associate with the crystal. And they're just like a nice little thing to do. Uh, so before you pick a card, Patrick... I want you to hold the cards and here's how you, here's how you can use them. Okay. You can, uh, ask your spirit guides if you believe in such things. Uh, I, I do by the way. Okay. Uh, what information you need for the day or mm. the coming day. Um, or you can address the cards with a specific issue and ask for guidance and see what happens. Uh, or you can just use it as a reference, like whatever comes up. And yeah, so those are your options. So you can either like, what is there coming for me? Like what, what am I looking to in mm -hmm. the next day or two? Mm -hmm. Do I have a specific issue that you want to ask the cards? Or like, let's just see what I pick and what it has to say. All right. Uh, you know, the last time we did this was on our honeymoon. Oh, and Tulum, Loom, Loom. Yeah. That might be the headquarters for Tulum the witchy bullshit. Is a planet. All right, I'm picking one. Okay. You can just look at it. I got rose quartz, which we have in front of us. Oh, my God. Wow. We have a rose quartz in the space. We've got a rose quartz in the space. Uh, What do I read? Just the. Read it. Read the whole thing. All right. Rose quartz says purity says purity and encourages an appreciation for and a connection to the innocence that still resides within us all. Think back to a time when it was as easy as breathing to slip peacefully into a daydream or know instantly when you met someone that you have a connection that transcends time and space. Oh. Use rose quartz as a conduit to this place of intuition and knowing. As part of your meditation practice, bring the lovely sublime color of light, precious color of light precious pink to your heart and radiate it out into the universe keywords innocence daydream intuition knowing and then just read the words around the card mm -hmm, that's a quote oh it's a quote from Rumi 
Love calls everywhere and always. We're skybound. Are you coming? Rumi. Whoa, man. Man. Man, are you coming, man? Man, are you <laughs> coming? Are you coming on this journey, man? Because, like, if you're not, like, let us know. Let us know, man. Uh, and they also offer a chakra color guide. Uh-huh. And so, as is no surprise, the rose quartz is associated with the heart chakra. I, you know, this feels very appropriate for what, where I'm at right now. That's great. I've been thinking about, um, I was thinking about hacky sack. <laughs> no, I've been thinking about like childhood, the childhood stuff. Ross is about to shuffle her deck now. Do you need the rose quartz back in there? Maybe you'll pick the same one. Uh, yeah, just think about childhood and like the the nutty stuff we would get out into is like a town full of like latchkey kids and all the different silly stuff we would do after school and how that some of that stuff shaped who I am today and uh, just trying to write some jokes about it, do bits about it, maybe write stories. I don't know. Uh, so I feel very in touch with my innocent or I want to be more in touch with the more innocent times. That's great. I love that. Yeah. I've picked a card I've never picked before, which is Iolite Sunstone. Mm. What the fuck is that? I got no idea. A stone of the heart. Oh, oh. Mm. associated with courage, great compassion, and big heartedness. This is a regal stone associated with the energy of a leader who is greatly loved and loves back with all and then some. Are you moving into this role or closely associated with one who is? Lay Iolite directly on the heart chakra. We both got heart chakra. Wow. Uh, and use with essential oils such as rose, neroli, or cinnamon. Iolite is also known as corderite and is pleo. Pleochroic exhibiting, <laughs> exhibiting three different colors when viewed from different angles. Keywords, heart, leader, courage, compassion. Quote, only with the heart can a person see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. Antoine de Saint Exupéry. Antoine de Saint Saint <laughs> you love the French. <laughs> uh, Let me get a look at this crystal. That's cool. Yeah. Iolite Sunstone, everybody. I, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sage Iolite Sunstone with our special guest, Rose Quartz. Yes. <laughs> Work. Work, bitch. They're going to stomp the stage all over this heart chakra. That's interesting. It's like talking about leadership but with compassion and having an open heart that resonates for me as you embark on this journey of being an instructor yes an instructor but also i kind of i said to the cards i'm like what do i need to know for like tomorrow and i was kind of struggling today with feeling like a leader or maybe i wasn't really embracing my leadership role in a compassionate way mm. So at, at day job, yeah, day job, a day fashion job. So that's something I feel like I can bring with me to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think I explicitly asked the deck of cards for any of the three things you said I could do. I well, think that's I was, just like a reference then maybe. Yeah. And I, 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 mean, I am in this space of where like, I just need direction with my creativity because mm -hmm. like I've been doing such specific material these last, like this last year now, almost it feels like I've been doing so much material about certain things that I need to kind of pivot away from for a little bit. And uh, now I just, it's like, I feel like I'm, you know, having to start from scratch in a certain way. I just want to be told what to do. And this card makes me feel like, yeah, why not just sit down and like play with some of those childhood well, I mean, stories that's like the point of this stuff to me anyway is like i am an indecisive anxious person and to have like tangible things that are not necessarily uh predicting the future they're just like helping me get in tune with myself who already has the answer yeah you know yeah and i'm just like caught in the bullshit yeah. stuff in my head. So 
I feel like doing things like this helps me ground into my root chakra. Yeah. And like, all right, you've got the answer within you. Like, hold on this fucking crystal, <laughs> read this card. Yeah. And if that helps me like make a decision and be like, you know what? I am going to be more compassionate and try to lead like great. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It just gives like a little nudge. Yeah. You know? That's like, why I, I like it. Nobody ever, nobody's ever going to like, I think people have these biases toward like tarot cards or these kinds of cards or psychics or whatever. Cause they're like, who would just like let these things make these decisions for them? Sure. There Which are some people do. There are people out there who are probably not well that do turn yes. to these things for like real. It becomes an addiction yeah. just like anything else. But for us uh, and for you, it seems to be like a fun thing that is, uh, yeah, just like a, just like a little. They're aesthetically pleasing crystals. Yeah. You can hold them. The I'm, tang- s- the t- I'm sitting on one right now. It feels great. <laughs> that's a yoni egg. Actually, mm. that's a chakra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I slipped it in there. You didn't even notice. Yeah, they sent it already. <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't that be so cool if chakra sponsored us? Yeah. We got to get some sponsors. Oh. And getting sponsors like that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like some witchy crystal sponsors. Yeah. That'd be fucking dope. Uh, but I like the tangibility of them. Like people are like, oh, what do they even do? Like, like it's just the a original, fucking crystal. But it's like, you know what? They're like the much, original fidget spinner. How like much, what is a fidget yes. spinner? You know? But also how much stuff do people believe in that is intangible? Yeah. And I am... Uh, armchair geologist. Yes, you love geology. I love rocks. I love elements and crystals. I love that about you. Crystals are very interesting because they're, it's all carbon. Like everything is carbon essentially. Well, not, I guess it's not, but it's <laughs> elements. <Scratch that. laughs> it's elements, right? Yeah. And like the way crystals form and the way they look and the reason they have certain angles is because of the um, molecular structure of them. Mm-hmm. And that's like, really interesting like if you were to zoom in on like the molecules and atoms inside a crystal it would look like the crystal itself like the patterns mm. you'd be able to see like why it breaks the way it breaks and that kind of thing and who's to say that these things like these tangible things that our earth is creating don't have these like other properties that we can't necessarily perceive immediately yeah right because we can't perceive the fucking molecules either. Yeah. And isn't it crazy that the earth makes these fucking things? It's insane. And it's because of how quickly magma is cooled quickly or slowly. Isn't my nerd so cute? I mean, it's it's really nuts how it all happens. And y'all, it's nuts uh, for all the people out there that are like, these two are Satanists. <laughs> Uh, Jesus was into this too. I a hundred percent guarantee. You know he was a dandy wearing like crystals around his neck. You know, like he probably he was like the ultimate hippie yogi. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah he mean, was sitting around going, man, totally. Man. Connor again, shout out to Connor, yoga Connor, yoga Connor. He he likes to bring that up all the time that he really believes that Jesus was a hundred percent a yogi like there's all these stories in the bible of him like having reflection by himself like and he, out. he died in tree pose <laughs> that is fucked up it was a modified tree pose but his foot was on his ankle yeah, yeah. but still tree pose mm-hmm. still tree pose and locked in just really <laughs> oh my God. the core was engaged sick you're sick Hun. Well, we uh, got to laugh at tragedy. Oh, we got to laugh. You oh, know? Too soon. 2018 years. Too oh, soon. What? Too soon. Uh, anyway, Jesus was a yogi. I'm a yogi. And you're at a beach. And I'm also Jesus. So come pray at my feet mm-hmm. and sponsor our podcast. What? What? <laughs> Chakrubs. I'm mm-hmm. looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> Send me some free dildos. Let's get let's get sponsored by Chalk Rubs and Hostess. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Keep Hostess <laughs> far, far away from me. And you. Yeah. Hun, should we wrap it up? 
Let's get sponsored by asparagus. I'm eating asparagus <laughs> by the pound. You are. You're really into just like, I need my sustenance. Rough greens are, you can eat unlimited amounts. They're filling. You get dietary fiber and phylons, I think they're called. Hun, I've loved this witchy episode. Thanks for coming on this yeah, journey. Yeah, me too. This is a great episode. Thanks for listening. And uh, you guys just keep your chakras aligned and balanced, okay? And Take we, the car in for an inspection. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Go do some spiritual work. Hold some fucking crystals. Yeah, if you're frustrated, if you are a person listening and you're just like, I'm fucking frustrated all the time. Everything's annoying. Crystals aren't going to solve it. No. Therapy will help a lot. Correct. Try that first and then get into some weird stuff. It's fun. It's just whatever self-care speaks to you. At some point, this sort of thing was speaking to me. And I created a little altar in my room I've got some crystals. I've got some cards. I've got some Palo Santo. I've got you some sage. You painted that area with pig's blood. Yeah. It's like whatever speaks to you, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I've really enjoyed this. And feel free to uh, maybe we'll tag some things in an Instagram post if anybody is actually interested in anything that we fucking talked about. They are. <laughs> this was a dynamite e- episode. Woo! All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bang, 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 bang.